prolific, so gifted I'm the type that's gon' go get it, no kidding Breaking down a switch in front of your building Sitting on the steps, feeling no feelings Last night it was a cold killer You gotta keep the devil in this hole, nigga But you know how it go, nigga I'm front line every time it's on, nigga Honey pro flow Running shoot pro, 458 drop, playing bulletproof soul. Every few shows, I just buy some new gold. Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Downtown Diamond District, jewelers like yo. Hustle, holla at me, I got Cubans on the low. Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the boat. Then dock that Tulum just to smoke. Look, listening to music at the Maya Ruins. True devotion on the bluest ocean. Cruising, my cultural influence, even revolution. I'm integrated vertically, y'all niggas blew it They tell me hustle, dumb it down, you might confuse me It's like that weirdo rap you motherfuckers used to I'm a urban legend, South Central in a certain section Can't express how I curb detectives Guesses, evidence of a divine presence Blessings, held me down at times I seem reckless Effort, got a L but got a E for effort Stretched it, dropped him off in the Mojave Desert Then left me Ain't no answer to these trick questions Money making nip, straighten out my jewelry on my best dresser Well known, flick up in jail clothes Snatch a champagne bottle from Rico's till T-Shirt Whatever niggas, playing chess, not checkers Yo, 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 welcome, 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 welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast You hear that new Nipsey Hustle banging in the back that Nipsey also go dumb hard Listen, man, we got a, we got a, we got a pretty, pretty, pretty excellent show Prepared for you guys um, we got, you know, we're going to talk further about that Nipsey Hussle album. Uh, we're also going to talk about some of these lame-ass celebrity sex tapes, the end of college basketball, how the Me Too movement, how any industry, every industry, no industry is immune from the Me Too movement. They want to put guns and shit in teachers' hands. That's utterly ridiculous. And listen, we're going to talk about Wakanda. So this is your spoiler alert. If you have not seen the movie, I don't think that you should listen to this podcast. But if you, you know, don't give a fuck about the movie, I mean, shame on you. But um, we're going to talk about the movie also. So we'll be back right after these messages. You feel me? Support for this podcast is brought to you by OIA Brand. Now listen, guys, for a real limited, 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 limited time, you can still use promo code hood loves me for 30% off of your purchase but that's going to expire very quickly so get on that and go go to oiabrand.com check out some of the fly fresh gear they got not only on the money fear and hunger collection we spoke ad nauseum about how dope that collection is but they also got the guy was born in brooklyn collection also but more recently there's a restock on the young og collection the young og collection is is is, is basically the obama forever because the only president we acknowledge is barry l now, you guys know how I feel about this brand. I got a real strong affection and affinity for everybody that's involved in this brand. They look out for me, so it's only right that we look out for them. Again, for a very limited time, this promo code is going to expire. But if you put in the Hood Loves Me uh, promo code, capital H-O-O-D-L-O-V-E-S-M-E, you get 30% off for your next purchase. Now, back to the show. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Listen, thank you. I, I mean, I, I continue to be blown away by the type of support that I receive from you guys. Um, I'm really appreciative that everybody takes, takes you know, a, 
a little bit of time out of their busy lives to 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 check in with the Hood Loves Me podcast. If this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, please subscribe, rate, and comment. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on your Google Play Store, Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. Um, but listen, I mean, again, the the support is real. Um, thank thanks for all the listeners. Thanks for all the kind words you guys say. You know what I mean. Um, any any uh, suggestions, comments, advice. Anything you want us to talk about, uh, you can contact me. Uh, my, my Twitter is Mitchell Brown, underscore after the brown. That's Mitchell with one L, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-B-R-O-W-N, underscore. Same for Instagram also. Um, like the international support is crazy. Countries that I've never even been to. Shout out Japan. I see Japan creeping up there shit. You feel me? Shout out uh, 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 to the Dutch in the Netherlands, you know? Hopefully my boy Iron Robin is listening. People in the UK, Spain, all of that, of course. All my people here stateside in, in the US, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to people in the Bay Area, Oakland, what up? San Francisco, what up? Newark, New Jersey, I see you. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, listen, we got a really, 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 really good show. Um, it might be kind of a quick show, but um, that's all right. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, I may have heard had that Nipsey Hustle playing off of that new uh Victory Lap album. I fuck with neighborhood Nip. I fuck with Nip the Crip. You know what I'm saying? Nipsey Hustle album go dumb hard. This is this is so so I'm kind of a late bloomer, I guess, when it comes to Nipsey Hustle's music. Um this is like the third project that I've heard of his. I believe the first one I've heard was that Slawson Boy 2. Heard a project with him and um, who's the guy's name? Bino? I, I, I believe it is. I'm not going to look into it right now because we're talking about Victory Lap. Victory Lap is the best album currently of 2018. Um, we're, we're, we're still early in 2018, so like a lot of people got time. I don't know if there's some more projects dropping, but if this is how 2018 is going to start musically... I'm excited because um this album go hard. Nipsey goes hard, right? But um I th- I think that a lot of people, especially uh like your up and coming artists, a lot of people need to follow the, the the Nipsey blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Um, did it on his own, owns his own masters, right? So so one other thing that I'm kind of late at, I I most recently watched the All Eyes on Me movie. The um, you know, the Tupac movie that everybody hated. It really wasn't that bad of a film. I mean, I mean, I think that they were wrong trying to cram Tupac's whole life into this ninety-minute movie. But you know what I'm saying? Um, one thing that stuck out was when Tupac was in prison, his bail was one point four million dollars, and the, the people at his label, they weren't trying to pay his bail. So f- for someone that was as successful as an artist like Tupac was. To not be able to afford 1.4 million dollars for his own bail, that's just a sign of 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 you know you not owning your music, you not owning your masters. But that's what Nipsey does, and he talks about it. Talks about how he owns his masters. Talks. Yeah, listen, man, this project is dope, right? And and one thing that I really appreciate about my rap albums is if you're gonna give me a rap album, a hip hop album, I need three verses if it's a solo song. Right. What like a lot of cats do is they'll drop like a 16 bar verse and then they'll have a feature and then they'll do an eight bar hook and that'll be the song. 
right? Um, but you know, Nip had some 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 you know what I'm saying pretty solid features. I mean, he had CeeLo Green, he had Dom Kennedy. You know, shout out Belly. Belly put out a good project last year that was dope. Um, you know, YG. Now, now, from what I understand, this 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 project was executively produced by not only Nipsey Hussle but also uh, P Diddy. He's featured he's featured on the credits as Puff Daddy and 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 like 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 you know I fucks with Diddy heavy. I think that Diddy is 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 like the Quincy Jones of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? But um, not in like the 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 you know not not in well whatever maybe i mean shit hopefully did he live to be like 85 like 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 puffy he could give us some crazy ass interviews the way fucking quincy jones did but um puff was featured on 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 this album keep getting them checks puff they had a uh fucking kendrick lamar on this album this album goes hard this album is dope um if you haven't heard it i'm I'm, i mean i'm sure it's on all of your streaming services but um yeah man this victory lap album this Victory Lap album goes really, really, really hard. I'm, I'm like, I mean, I think it's kind of early f- for me to call it a classic, so I'm not gonna call it a classic just yet, you know. But to me, like a classic album is an album that you want to listen to all of the time. So, so like people throw that word around, classic. Um, but then like you know, it ain't, it ain't really a classic. It's just like a, like a, like a, uh, uh, like a prisoner of the moment thing, kind of, right? So I don't want to get stuck in as a prisoner of the moment for this album, even though I think this album is phenomenal. This is the only album that I've been listening to. Um, my man Sky Zoo put out a good album. I don't know if you guys are, are f- kind of familiar with Sky Zoo's music, but if you're a rap dinosaur, right, if you're a rap Republican, um, you guys would appreciate Sky Zoo's music. But, um, yeah, man, this, this, this Victory Lap album, this Victory Lap album is the shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, shout out Nip. Keep up the good work, homie. Um, somebody that should not, somebody that needs to kind of step their work game up. I don't know if you guys seen that Black China sex tape. That was kind of lame. And like a lot of people that I talk to about this Black China sex tape, they're surprised, right? Because, you know, like, like Black China, she's a pretty girl. You know what I mean? She got some PDs to her. You know, she, you know what I'm saying? She got some uh, 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 some GMOs going on back there, right? But when I talk to people about celebrity sex tapes, they're, they're, they're always amazed at like, like, oh, man, like the sex don't look, right? So, so, like, so, so, so like to me, it, it, it poses like a whole bunch of different questions, right? A, why are people surprised when c- celebs, quote unquote, have lame sex? Like, um, or does everybody have lame sex? Like, 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 is all our sex lame visually, but like, we think we're killing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, do we think that, we, you know, like, like, you know, we don't really, well, we don't really see ourselves while we get nasty. I mean, some people do. Right. But like, if you're going to film or, or, or rather, if you're going to release a sex tape, I'm going to release some shit where I'm like, Killing it, like you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna release like some 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 bullshit right now. You know what I'm saying. If I'm a woman, and I'm gonna release a sex tape, cause I I, be, I believe isn't 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 like Black China like like artist don't like wasn't like the dude she was creeping with like her, her like songwriter or something like that. Um. Don't don't quote me. I I don't I don't I don't, I don't know that for sure, but 
I'd want people like I'd want to do a better job. Right. Like as a man. There aren't too many things worse than dispassionate head. You know what I'm saying? Like sexually, like what's worse than dispassionate head? And me calling it dispassionate, like that's like me being polite. There there are some jokes going around that, you know what I'm saying, after the check that Black China got from um who who's the dude? Uh uh from Lil Rob, Lil Rob Car Kardashian, I, I believe she getting like like a hundred grand a month or something like that. Um maybe she ain't gotta suck no dick no more. You know what I'm saying? But like you know, good head, good head isn't really attractive, right? Pause. Good head doesn't look attractive to me, at least, like as a man, like, you know what I'm saying? The good head that I want, the good head that I want, it isn't like friendly, like nice, like, like, like head, like it ain't, you know, it ain't that. Black China was given that friendly head. I don't want that friendly head. I want that like aggressive, like, you know, sloppy, that sloppy toppy, that awesome jawsome. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, it ain't it like like it ain't it ain't it ain't it. But like cats be really disappointed about these celebrity sex tapes, which is baffling. Because has that like like the Kim Kardashian sex tape, for example. Kim Kardashian's sex looks lame as fuck. And I'd be disappointed. Because, you know, Kim Kardashian, even prior, even, even, even before all of this, even before the Kim Kardashian character that, that, that we see today, or, you know, this multi-million dollar brand that is Kim Kardashian that we see today. No, you know, no disrespect to Kanye. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying anything ill of his wife. I know that's his wife, but, um, old, old Kim, like, like the, like the Ray J Kim. She don't even look like the same person, by the way. But, um, her, her sec, like, I'd be disappointed right so like part of me blames like these dudes because you know people like him even people like a black china you know what i'm saying like these super duper attractive women nobody demands them to have good sex they, they're a whole bunch of pillow princesses and shit you know they lay there and like think that that's enough right or like you know you might have some women that have like a nice ass like chicks got a fat ass and shit they just bend over and shit and think that that's enough some dudes be letting them get away with that shit like yeah that's enough because like they're just happy to be holding the trophy they're just happy to be there now fuck that fuck that shit you gotta pay like you way baby you have to put some lipstick on the dipstick you know what i'm saying but um like like which celebrities would we be upset with you know what i'm saying like would cats be upset if like if like rihanna had bad sex like if rihanna put out a sex tape and shit and like her sex tape was whack like, like, would, like, cats be upset? I think I might be upset if, like, Rihanna had, if, like, the sex, the Rihanna sex tape comes out and that shit is trash. I might be upset. I'm not upset about Black China. I'm not upset about, like, a Kim Kardashian. I remember, um, one of them, uh, uh, one of them reality show chicks, um, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm not too familiar, but but it, it was it was a chick where, like, she had that reinforced shower rod or whatever, and she was swinging from that shower rod. I mean, like, eh, that was okay. This shit was okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, like, a a lot of... A, a, at this... 
at this day and age, right? Like, like there's so much redundancy on on these devices that we have, right? Like, if you have, you know, your own personal sex tape on your iPhone or or, or, or what have you, like that shit ain't getting leaked unless you leak it, right? Like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to hear that. Oh, it got leaked. I don't know how it got leaked. I know how it got leaked. You leaked that shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause, cause there's so much redundancy. Like I can't, I can't sound into my iCloud account with them without them sending me a text message. You know what I'm saying? They send me a text message, and I gotta verify the code that they sent me on all my devices or whatever device I'm trying to sign into my iCloud on. Like, be real, right? Um, so you know, hopefully, Black China got a mixtape coming out to coincide with this sex tape, like a soundtrack to the sex tape. Maybe it ain't as lazy as uh uh as this fellatio was that 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 she gave us but um yeah man listen good head is not attractive right now about sex tapes okay there's a gentleman by the name of rick patino rick patino was the men's basketball coach for louisville basketball rick patino recently got fired as well as louisville basketball they were forced forced they were forced to vacate um their 2012 final four appearance as well as the 2013 national championship as a punishment for the prostitution scandal if you guys remember some some years ago there was a an assistant coach that had ordered um not well yeah ordered kind of that that had ordered some 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 uh uh, uh some ladies of the night to service some of the players they had like a couple of stripper parties in the dorms and shit like that um and and you know there was there was there was talks about the woman because you know the 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 woman allowed some of her her own children to be a part of this scandal or whatever whatever we're not here to talk about this one we're here to talk about these college athletes not these not even these athletes but these college basketball programs um so so that so so that was the punishment Right, them them being forced to vacate their their 2012 uh, Final Four appearance as well as their 2013 national championship, which is kind of ridiculous in my opinion because like we watched the games, so like we know who won those games. Cool. But there's still what's still looming is um, this federal investigation. This federal investigation is still pending, right? And what this federal investigation is about, I believe we spoke about it some weeks back. You can dig into the archives, the Hood Loves Me archives, to check out what we're talking about, about, um, you know, the college basketball program. But there's up to 36 Division I schools that are involved in this federal investigation, right? And there's something like, there's like a 330-page document citing all of the transgressions that have been committed by these schools. Um, I hear there's something like thousands of hours of wiretaps that are unlistened to about, you know, these college athletes, these college programs basically paying players, you know, like, like, like making dirty money on these athletes. Right. And I mean, cats is going to jail. Cats is cats is cats is, you know, being being wiretapped. Cats are being in, investigated. And like it ain't no small time bullshit. Like I believe they locked up like the vice president of marketing or, or something like that for like one of these shoe companies. Um, and this is a big deal. 
because there's a whole lot of people, there's a whole lot of cats that that are involved in all of this shit, right? But but there's there's like a case about like you know the amateurism. College basketball is a multi multi billion dollar industry, right? So with all this money involved, of course people are gonna be cheating. Of course people are gonna be you know what I'm saying doing crazy shit. Because if you're a college basketball coach, you're not trying to get fired. right? You need to win. So if you need to win, you're going to do whatever you can to win. But now we also don't want to pay the players. So people say that these players are being paid with, they get education, they get a college degree. They get paid in education. If your job is to play basketball, if your job is to play football for a major Division One program, what education are you receiving? You're receiving an education in basketball. You're receiving an education in football, right? But, I mean, so I, I cheer for the North Carolina Tar Heels. That's my college basketball team. Go, go, go Tar Heels, right? Tar Heels are named in this investigation as well as Duke University is named in this investigation. Texas is named in this investigation. University of Kentucky is named in this investigation. Like Kansas is named in these in this investigation. These are blue blood, big time schools with big time donors, with big time boosters that have produced tons of talent that play in the NBA. This might be the end of college basketball as we know it. And I'm not even mad at it because fuck the NCAA. The NCAA is, is going as far as citing the 13th Amendment as the reason why athletes should not be paid. Right. They're saying that athletes should not be paid. And, and this is this is this is from this is from The Intercept. The Intercept. This, this is an article written by Sean King. Yo, Sean King, what up? College basketball, excuse me, the top programs made a combined. In, in 2015, the top programs made a combined $9.1 billion with a B, billion. And they just signed an $8.8 billion with a B, billion-dollar deal with CBS to air March Madness. We all love March Madness, right? College sports is a business, a very lucrative business. So listen, if the players get paid, I'm for that. Like, if the players are taking money to take a scholarship to go play at whatever school, I'm for that. Right now, like a lot of people are blaming or a lot of people want to blame these um, AAU coaches. I'm not mad at these AAU coaches like, you know, uh, uh, a lot of players don't have the means to go to these tournaments to, 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 you know, go to these camps to, you know, take advantage of the opportunity to play big time college basketball on a high school level. So if a shoe company wants to pay a coach because, you know, this coach has a skill at finding talent. Yo, I'm for that. But when LeVar Ball had talked about starting a league, uh, the the JBA, the, the Junior Basketball Association or something like that, or like the JNBA or something like that, and, and you know, he was going to pay these players anywhere between $3,000 to $10,000. We laughed at LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball doesn't look too stupid now. Right? So... Like like I said, if a coach is 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 gonna receive money and and 
uh, like AAU coach or high school coach, if they're going to receive money from a shoe company and they're going to take that money from the shoe company to, to, you know, pay for, to rather quote unquote sponsor a player to take advantage in, you know, some of these tournaments before they get to college. I'm not mad at that, yo. Like a lot of kids, you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, 76% of all Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Right, so like a lot of families don't have the means to send these kids to these camps, to send these kids to these programs, to send these kids to these tournaments. So if Under Armour, not that they're doing it, but if Under Armour, for example, wants to give a coach money and the coach is using that money to reinvest in his or her program, yo, I'm with that. Right? I I I I am with that all the way. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to follow the story because I'm th- definitely intrigued by this federal investigation. Something crazy, right? Um, so we'll check that out. What else is crazy? Keeping with the theme of basketball, but what else is crazy is um, the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks, as an, as an organization, they're, they were in the news this past week um, – because of the, the 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 vile practices of one of their former executives, a man by the name of uh, Terdema Usury. I hope that's his name. I probably butchered that. But um, Terdema Usury was, um, well, 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 is well-polished and well-connected. And, 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 you know, colleagues say a marketing whiz who can sell with evangelical conviction. Probably goes a long way in a place like Dallas. Right. But um, Sports Illustrated did an an investigation. Um, A man named John Wertheim and and a woman named Jessica Luther did an investigation about, um, you know, the Dallas Mavs and all the shit that they got going on. So I'm going to read a little bit of this article and let me know if this is appropriate uh, work conversation. Right. So at this meal with ESPN crew members seated nearby, Usury struck up an unusual conversation as the woman recalls the exchange. Usury claimed that he knew what she was going to do over the coming weekend. When the woman asked confusedly what Usury meant, he smiled. You're going to get gang banged, he asserted. Aren't you? No, the woman responded, caught off guard. Actually, I'm going to the movies with friends. No, Usury insisted. You're definitely going to get gang banged. Like, listen, if you just get hired at a company and you go to a dinner, a work dinner, a work function with the president of your company and homie greets and the president of your company greets you with, you're going to get gang banged this weekend. Would you still want to work at that company? Right? Now, 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 you know, most most people get a job with an NBA team. That's a that's that's listen, that's a pretty nice job. That's a that's a pretty big deal. There's only what, thirty two teams? Or like thirty teams? Thirty teams. There's thirty NBA teams. Right? So first off, being the the president of marketing or the president of of, of you know corporate operations, right? Um, there's only there's only 30 jobs like that right now. Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban is the owner of the Dallas Mavs. 
I like Mark Cuban. I like his business sense. Um, I like the show Shark Tank. I think I think Mark Cuban is very good at his job. Mark Cuban's gonna have to fall on the sword for this, especially if this is if if uh, uh, this uh, you know this uh, usury dude is no longer w- with the team. And I don't I don't I don't believe he is. But this shit went on for a while. Like 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 this was a month long, or excuse me, this was months long. The the investigation into this, excuse me, was months long. One like you know, and this is just the shit that's printed. I'm sure there were way worse stories that couldn't be verified, that couldn't be printed, right? Um, but but you know, you can hop on SportsIllustrated.com and read this article. Uh, this shit is pretty, 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 pretty shitty. Pretty shitty, right? Um. Ah, here we go. I am deeply disappointed that anonymous sources have made such outright false and inflammatory accusations against me, Usury said in a statement to Sports Illustrated. During my career with the Mavericks, I have strived to conduct myself with character, integrity. Come on, man. Now, Cuban said, you know, during his 20 years of tenure with the Mavericks, he's not aware of any sexual harassment complaints, um, blah, 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 blah. Women that work for the Dallas Mavs are on record as saying that at their desk, they faced all types of harassment and inappropriate language. But when they were with the players, when they were in the locker room, all of the professionals, all of the athletes, all of the coaches were professional. That they never felt unsafe in the locker room, right? Think back to to, to when um um you know homie was talking about grabbing them by the pussy, and how they labeled that locker room talk. So these women are saying that in the locker room, cats wasn't talking to them like that. Cats was talking to them like that at their desk. It's a problem. It's a huge problem. Listen, no industry is immune. No industry is immune. So, you know. Again, I like Mark Cuban. I think that Mark Cuban is very good at his job. But Mark Cuban, if he's the owner, if he's the one that's in charge, he needs to be held accountable for keeping a guy like this. Right now, I appreciate the NBA League office. The NBA uh, recently started an anonymous tip line. If, if, if you know any person, man, woman, whomever, feels like they're harassed at work they have a tip line that goes directly to the nba league now we'll see how well they do with that hopefully you know that's something that can be done way more effectively than than you know whatever the fuck is going on at um at these uh 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 uh, uh at the dallas mass <laughs> fucking organizations just just crazy out here that's a bullshit um, but yeah, the, the, the article, the article is, 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 is not, it's not, it's not, um, it's, it's not, it's not good at all. It's not good at all. What else is not good? Right. Um, what else is not good is, is, is the fact that, they, that we want to put guns in teachers hands. That's a terrible idea. Especially considering, right? So, we did a little bit of research here. 
the average starting teacher salary in the United States, average starting teacher salary in the United States is $36,000, right? Average salary period for, for teachers is about $56,000. Now, depending on where you live, $56,000 is a lot of money. $56,000 is not a lot of money where I live. But teachers get treated like shit in this country. We treat teachers like shit. We make them buy their own supplies. So, so, so wait a second. We're, we're, we're willing to provide teachers with guns, but we're not willing to provide teachers with, like, books and, like, Kleenex and shit. Like, like talk to a teacher about all the shit that, they, that they're on the hook for as it pertains to what they need to be, you know, what, what supplies they need for their course. We don't even, like, there was years ago when, like, that would be taboo. We're like, you know what I'm saying? There'd be a public outcry to make these teachers pay for their own supplies. Right, but but you know they had the CPAC conference recently, and um um they had Wayne Lapierre. Wayne Lapierre is the the CEO or the president of the National Rifle Association, and Wayne Lapierre says that the elites don't care about school children. They don't care about s- school children's safety. The elites, he said. Wayne Lapierre made nine hundred fifty thousand dollars last year. That would qualify Wayne Lapierre as an elite. But all of these talking points, like like these talking points from the National Rifle Association, it's not about like guns. It's not about like safety. It's not about like the Second Amendment. They're even breaking code as it pertains to some of the white supremacist rhetoric that they're talking. Because usually, like that shit be on code, right? But but you know what I'm saying. Our president is an alleged billionaire. Like, what's what's more elite than that? Right, but this 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 codified talk. Everybody's talk about hardening schools. We need to harden schools, not soften schools. We need to harden schools. What the fuck that means? Harden schools. Right, like you want to put guns in people's hands that work at school. You know who worked at a school that was licensed to carry a gun? Philando Castile. Philando Castile was legally licensed. To carry a firearm. If we're putting guns in teachers' hands, and if a teacher gets pulled over on their way to work, would he or she make it to work if they're trying to show the police officer that pulled them over, hey, I got a gun, heading to work, work with some dangerous nine-year-olds? This is this is not a solution. Anytime somebody says, you know, the way you stop a bad guy with a gun is with a good guy with a gun, that just sounds like a nigga trying to sell two guns. Um, but there are students in, in Florida. You guys could check out some of the highlights this this past week of the kids in Florida railing against s- some of the politicians about the, you know, stupid-ass gun laws we have in this country, not just in Florida, but in, in this country. And I talk shit about Florida, but, you know, I'm not going to talk shit about that. Um but Kentucky, I am, I am going to talk shit about Kentucky. Kentucky's out of their fucking mind. So Kentucky moves to add guns to schools after a, after a school shooting. A school shooting that was in Kentucky at Marshall County High School. So what Kentucky wants to do is, excuse me, not wants to do. They've already done this. Right? Senate Bill 
103, public school boards and private schools would be able to tap teachers or staff to serve as school marshals who would be allowed to carry a gun on campus if they have a concealed carry permit. Listen, I don't have children. But if I did have children, I would not want them to go to a school where they are allowing people to carry guns. How many students do you think would be getting shot? I was, so my freshman year in high school, I was 6'2", 190 pounds. And I was not a good student, right? I was, I was, a, uh, I was, I was what some would call a defiant student. I don't want guns in teachers' hands at, at school. Oh, you know what it is. We're not going to fund, we're not going to provide the teachers with guns. If, we're going to tell them to bring their guns from home. So if you have a permit to carry, okay. So Kentucky's going to tell this. <laughs> that's even more ridiculous. They're going to have the teachers bring guns from home. They're not even going to bring them guns. This is a stupid fucking idea. Why, why, do, why do we love guns so much? I don't understand why we love guns so much. Um, me personally, my own personal opinion, I fucking hate guns. I have a lot of friends that I've lost due to gun violence. Um, I stand by the fact that guns make killers out of otherwise pussies. I have friends that were murdered because, you know, they beat the shit out of somebody. And because somebody couldn't take their ass whooping like a man, they came back with a gun. I don't understand why we can't think of better solutions as to how to protect children in school than by then then I don't understand how we can't protect children in school in a different way aside from putting the guns in the custodian's hands or having armed guards and you know what I'm saying why do why do we want to condition kids like 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 they got all these drills that kids have to run these active shooter drills that they have to run in school. Come on, man. I ain't never, like, come on, man. We ain't run no active shooter drills when we was in school. Well, I, well at least I didn't. I don't know where the fuck y'all yeah, went to school. They talk about, oh, we got to put metal detectors in. Right now, like, some people are saying to put some metal detectors in schools because some of us went to schools that had metal detectors. They had no problem doing that to black kids and shit, but they, but they was just checking for, like, contraband. Right. So if you're going to put more police officers in, in schools, what, what you're then going to do is, is there's going to be more kids getting locked up for normal behavioral problems. So, I mean, like shame on you adults, shame on you politicians, especially now. Now I'm going to talk shit about Florida because Florida didn't want to do shit about their their, you know, gun laws or their gun issues. But what Florida is willing to attack is the public health crisis that is pornography. Florida wants to enact some type of legislation on porn because of the public health crisis that is porn. Not the public health crisis that is teenagers getting killed at school. But they also passed a bill to put in God we trust in all of their schools. Shitty. Pretty, pretty shitty. Right? So, listen, we got to figure something out. Um, I, I, I don't think more guns is the solution. 
I think that we need some type of legislation, meaningful legislation that prevents people from buying AR-15s. Now, spoiler alert, everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm about to talk about Black Panther. All right. So if you have not seen the movie, turn the podcast off until you've seen the movie. Right. But Black Panther was 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 I mean, I mean it had huge success. I thought it was a very, very good movie. I, I appreciated many aspects about this movie, right? Now, I'm somewhat familiar with the comic book. I'm somewhat familiar with comic books in general. Um, but the Black Panther comic, not so much, right? Um, so the guy Claw, uh, 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 first off, let me rewind. Black Panther was a phenomenal movie. Not because of the black people in it or white people in it or the people involved. Black Panther was a phenomenal movie because of Black Panther. Like, there was an immense amount of talent in this movie. Right? Ryan Coogler is an outstanding director. Right? Chadwick Boseman, great actor phenomenal actor right Michael B. Jordan great actor I mean Lupita is like that all the way like that right listen if you and I, I don't care what your preference is you know bro it's not my preference if you're a heterosexual man that's attracted to women and you don't think That Lupita Nuango, is that how you say her name? If you don't think that Lupita's the shit, you might be a homosexual. I don't care about your preference, right? But um the cast was phenomenal, from Angela Bassett to Forrest Whitaker. Um I I I appreciated the symbolism, right? The imagery. In the movie, I appreciated the representation. So you know they had a lot of um, a lot of uh, of 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 your 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 uh, tribal. They had a lot of tribal references of Africa, of Central Africa. A lot of tribal references, right? But 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 also even with that, they had a couple brothers in there wearing you know you know blue jeans and Nikes. You know what I'm saying? To, to kind of give an accurate look at what the continent of Africa is, of the people in Africa. Africa, the continent, people that live there, they're just like anybody else. Like they wear Nikes and Jordans and shit just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? As well as all, all of the tribal garb and the traditional garb from, from you know, their tribes or what, what, what have you, right? But, um... Chadwick Boseman played the Black Panther um, and his character to me was a traditional sense of what your comic book character is. What I mean by that is his character was lame. T'Challa was lame. Say however you want. He was lame. But that's like the that's that's like the that's like the hero like the hero is never really the cool guy. 
right? Like he's not supposed to be the personality. He's not supposed to be the cunning. He's not supposed to be charming, right? The the hero is 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 just the general good-natured, good-hearted guy that somehow finds a way to win. Michael B. Jordan played the antagonist, a guy named Killmonger. Now, in the comic book, Killmonger was, you know, this this was a huge villain, like 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 just this like massive behemoth of a of a of of a character who you know used to terrorize the Black Panther. The Killmonger character in the movie, however, I'm thoroughly disappointed in the fact that we didn't learn more about the Killmonger character, right? Mainly because what I felt like is the Killmonger character was a metaphor for Black Americans, mainly Black American men. So there were scenes in this movie where you know Killmonger is fighting Black women. Or, 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 you know, fighting the women, kind of like a metaphor for, like, you know, the black American male fighting against black women, right? Or the black American male is in the way of progress, right? Um, Killmonger had extreme views against, quote-unquote, colonizers, and if you see the movie, you know who the colonizers are. Uh, Killmonger, Killmonger. Killmonger also had very strong views about the black elite, kind of like the metaphor when he walked up into, um, um, when, when he came to Wakanda and, and he saw like the Royal Council, if you will, he, he said, you know, y'all are sitting up here sweet while we struggle. It's kind of like a metaphor for like the black elites, how they kind of sit back while, you know, most of black society struggles and, and fights oppression, right? Um, that was, that was huge for me, like that, like those types of visuals. I like I, I, I got those metaphors, or at least like that's what those visuals meant to me. They made me something different to you guys if you check them out. But um, I feel like the black. So Chadwick Boseman's character, um, I feel like he kind of piggybacked his because, okay, originally I said that he stole. Lupita's idea. Lupita played a character by the name of Nakia. And and she she was a spy in the movie and she wanted to use some of the Wakandan resources to share with the world to improve the living conditions of other people in the world. Now, T'Challa following what I believe is his father's choices and his father's kind of uh uh his 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 father's ideals on keeping Wakandans separate from the rest of the world. You know, Wakanda for Wakandans. He didn't want the refugees. He didn't want the immigrants. He didn't want uh, other people. Even um, Daniel, uh, what's the uh, fuck? Wakabi, I believe his name is. Even Wakabi said, listen, if you take, if you invite people into their country, into our country, they're going to bring their problems with them. Kind of an anti-immigration stance, you know, kind of like a build that wall sense, right? Um, but towards the end, Black Panther kind of changed his mind on that, right? And in fact, like that's how the movie ended, where they talked about, you know, that that Wakanda is going to share their resources with the with 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 the rest of the world. And Wakanda is pretty much a country that hides in plain sight because you know they're they're, they're so in the comic book. T'Challa is the smartest man 
in the world as well as the richest man in the world because he controls a resource called vibranium vibranium is the strongest metal in the world and all their weapons and all, and all their technology comes from this vibranium to me the character that stole the show was um shuri shuri is she, she that 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 young woman is a phenomenal actress like like she has great comedic timing all of her jokes hit she is also her her character is a prodigy is a genius right um th there was also a scene with um uh okoye who was a female general and sh uh her her husband her love her partner was um wakabi and you know they're fighting and wakabi asks okoye would you kill me, my love? And she says, for Wakanda, I will. And he drops on two knees, kind of in submission. And then the camera pans to Nakia, and it pans to Shuri, almost showing like three generations of women. And then after it pans t to these women, all of the other male soldiers kind of kneel as well in in submission. I thought that that image was powerful. Also, um, it was a great movie. I'll probably go see it again. I'll probably see it multiple times. I'm upset that Claw died as fast as Claw died. I mean, in the comic book, Claw is a a huge villain. Um, hopefully, they didn't kill off all of all of the villains, right? Hopefully they find some way where, you know, Killmonger can be, like, fucking resurrected and Claw could be, like, fucking resurrected. Because um, I, 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 would, I would like to see more of the Killmonger character. I, I, I would like to see more of the fighting between those, those, those two. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. So, I will leave it at that. Thank you for listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. I believe this is episode 22. Fucking rolling them out. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. On Stitcher Radio. On your Google Play Store. And we'll check back up with y'all next week. Take it easy. Yeet it. <laughs>